What's up, YouTube family? Welcome to the Link Up Church online experience. We're so glad you've chosen to tune in. Before we jump into today's video, we want to remind you that this channel isn't just for adults. We have content for babies in the Little Linkland section, kids in the Linked Up Kids section, and relevant services for your teenagers from the plug. So grab the whole family because we're about to get started. Be sure to subscribe to this channel so you never miss a video from us. And don't forget to share this video with someone who needs to hear an encouraging message. Let's jump in. Praise God. Praise God. Well, now we are ministering on the topic of secrets. Secrets. So what is the definition of secrets? We wrote down here that a secret is kept knowledge of any but the initiated or privileged. It's, the, it's information that's limited to persons authorized to use that information. It's classified documents, something kept hidden or concealed. Secrets. So when you think of a secret, you typically, you know, a lot of us are out of relationship. We mad at somebody right now because they didn't keep a secret. <laughs> right? They went saying something they had no business saying. But when you think of a secret, typically it's information that you share with someone that you trust. Mm. It's privileged information that you share with someone that you trust. What's an example of a secret? I know a biblical example of the secret is, that came to mind for me was Joseph. You know, for those of you that know your Bible, there was this guy named Joseph, and as a little boy, teen, as a preteen, God told him something that I believe was supposed to be a secret. And because he was so excited about it, he went and shared it with his siblings, and it arose some, some, um, some envy and some jealousy, and he ended up going through some things as a result of it, you know? Amen. So when we're talking about secrets, we're talking about God imparting to you divine information that's specifically tailored for you. Or secrets could be just you praying out situations that in the secret spiritual realm, he's maneuvering situations so that it works out for your favor right. and for your good. Another secret that I thought about was something that's near and dear to Georgia, and that's the Coca-Cola recipe secret. <laughs> we did, uh, we did a, a dream team appreciation years ago at the world of Coca-Cola. And how many of you all that was there, you remember seeing that vault? That vault is intense to hold a sheet of paper. They hide that secret and only the privileged few. Listen, even those that touch and handle the recipe don't know the full recipe. That's right. They just are responsible for manufacturing it. In other words, they don't know that they're moving along a secret for the benefit of a masses. When you're praying in the Holy Spirit, God, you might not know what's coming out of your mouth, but God, and he's using other people to move along a secret specific for you that will in turn bless the masses. But it's something that's going on just between you and God. It's good. Amen. Amen. And a secret is it's when it's God's secret with you, it will always produce. Result. It will always prosper. That's right. It will always bless more than just you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So when you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, you receive a gift from God of speaking and praying in other tongues. It's not a spooky takeover of your mouth. <laughs> Instead, it's a powerful gift that every believer right. should desire 
because God longs to share his hidden secrets and move about his, his secrets in your life. Now, what made me think, what came to mind, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, in 2 Corinthians 13, it may not be, it's not in your notes, but it was, it's important to note, Paul ends on many occasions his salutation, his letter to the churches by saying, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In other words, he's saying that it's your fellowship with the Holy Spirit that moves. When you're praying, especially when you're praying in the unknown tongue, you realize that you are in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He is the agent on the earth. That's right. Jesus is at the right hand of the God, of God, of the Father. God the Father is on the throne. The one that's making things happen on the earth it's not God the Father. It's not Jesus. He did his work. It's Holy Spirit. So it behooves us to be as indoctrinated, as, in, as filled, and as aware of Holy Spirit as we are the very presence of who we are. So let us learn more about what it means to experience this relationship with the Father. Excellent. All right. And if you're following along today, I know we have visitors that are always in the building. You can follow along. Version Bible app is one way. You can also follow along Church Online app. But make sure you get the notes. They'll be a great blessing to you. Point number one today, it gives you the ability to speak directly to God. How I many you know God is a spirit? And the highest way to speak to a spirit is spirit to spirit. Would you all agree with that? All right, so let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2 today. I'm going to read out of the New King James Version. 1 Corinthians 14, 2 says, For he who speaks, the word speaks means talks or utters in the Greek. It says, In a tongue does not speak to men, but to who? But to who? So notice, we're not speaking to men, we're speaking directly to God, spirit to spirit. Notice what it goes on to say here. For no one man understands him. However, in the spirit, somebody say in the spirit. In the spirit. He speaks mysteries. Now, this word mysteries means secrets. So how many know there are things about your life that you don't know the answer to? Because if you did, you wouldn't be in the situation you're in right now. You would know what to do to get out of it. Is that an accurate situation? Right? And so I want you to understand that God never hides secrets from you. He hides secrets for you. For you, that's right. But the question is, will you spend enough time fellowship, communing, and praying to birth out what it is that he wants to share with you? Right? There are divine secrets that God has stored away from you that will unlock the deepest questions that you have in your mind if you'll spend enough time. When you pray in tongues, you are praying God's will directly to him. This allows your mind to get out of the way, and then it allows God to share things with you that you don't know in your natural understanding about a next step or direction in your life. How I many know most of us just do what we know to do? That's right. We really rely on previous experience, education, intellect to make 99% of our decisions. Mm, mm. Imagine if we switch that and, and just rely 100% of the time on God to lead us. 
and trust the direction that he's leading us in because it's going to unlock some things for you. Listen to me very carefully. God wants to do things for you you can't do for yourself. That's right. That's but you right. got to do it his way and be obedient to get it. Point number two. That's right. Point number two, it keeps our spirit aligned with the Holy Spirit. When we're praying our secrets, when we're in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, it keeps our spirit aligned with the Holy Spirit. I'll read this. It's not in your notes, but I want you to record this. Proverbs 21, verse 2 in the New Living Translation says, People may be right in their own eyes, but the Lord examines the heart. Pastor Greg just got through saying, we think we know we got answers, mm -hmm. especially if it's something that we've uh, already been acquainted with. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes, we want a supernatural result. We want a new result and a higher level of, 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 of prosperity, but yet we want to do it our way. Psalms 44, verse 21 in the New King James says, Would not God search this out? For he knows the secrets of your heart. That's right. He knows what's in you. And so it only, it only is in your best interest for you to seek him out in getting there. Mm -hmm. Acts 2, 4, it says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Who gave them utterance? The Spirit. The Spirit gave them utterance. They were speaking. They were yielding their vocal cords, but the sounds that came out came from the Spirit. How many of you know the Spirit of God knows how to talk to the Spirit of God? That's right. And so when you are yielding your vessel to the Spirit of God and you're connecting yourself to Holy Spirit, you're aligning and you, and you are sh making a shift in your, in your own spirit to align yourself with God's Spirit. Many a times we want things and it will destroy us. I have an example. There was something that I really, really wanted. I mean, I want it. I'm, 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 I'm maneuvering and trying to get it and trying to accomplish this goal and trying to, trying to get there, right? It was in my, you know, in, in, in my investment world. I wanted it. I wanted to achieve this goal, right? I wanted to be this, get this award. And I knew that it was going to be predicated upon other things. And I wanted it fast. I wanted it in 90 days. And I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And I didn't know how to pray no more, so I'm praying in the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, through that prayer, that time in prayer, he says, just do things my way and I'll give you success that's lasting. Do things your way, you'll hit your peak and dive. How many of you know, my spirit aligned real quick. <laughs> and it shifted, amen? So when God gives you utterance, he's praying, you're praying things out. And then if you're sensitive in praying those things out, you'll find that your spirit will align with Holy Spirit and then his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's so good. So praying in other tongues keeps your spirit aligned with his spirit. We all been there, right? How many of y'all said something told me not to do that? Come on, raise your hand if you ever said that. Then after you did it, then you said to yourself, I, I knew, knew I, I should do that in it. the first place. Raise your hand if that's ever happened to you. How many know in that moment, your spirit was out of line with God's spirit? And you overrode that and just did what you wanted to do. And so what we've got to master is trusting those promptings like that. Because they're there to protect you. I mean, the opposite of that is true, too. There are th times when my head was like, why would you do it that way? Yep. But, but my spirit has so much peace about it, right? And went on and did it without the understanding in my head and got better results. 
That's right. Right? And so it's so important to keep your spirit in line with God's spirit. The only way that you do that is by spending enough time praying in the spirit. Number three, charges and build you up. In this world of AirPods and uh, Apple devices and cell phones and how I many you know they've gotten so good with it now they can tell you what percentage you're at. Mm. How I many you know your device doesn't work the same way at 10% as it does at 90%? Right? It starts getting slow and sketchy. I mean, that you yellow know light when, comes on. That yellow light. That comes yellow on. light comes on. How I many know you know when your spirit man starts getting weak? Mm-hmm. You, you start getting angry. You snap at everybody. Come on, that, that's your spirit knowing you're at about 10% now. Oh, and then you add fasting on that. You better, if you're fasting, you better pray in the spirit. Well, how many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Anybody here willing to be honest? Something might fly out of your mouth. You wouldn't have said that if your battery was full. <laughs> Come on, church, don't leave me out. Online, help me out right now. If, if you can identify, right? And so you should learn to pay attention that when you start acting worldly, it's because your battery is low. That's right. And you need to charge it back up. I don't know about you, one of the most frustrating things in the world is when I, my phone runs out of battery. Ooh, no. And I don't have a charger. You know what? Let me say this for parents in this age, because that is frustrating. But another thing that's frustrating is when you got kids that's in the middle of looking at something on their iPad. And that battery dies. And now you got a dead device and you got kids screaming online. Because some of y'all watching us online connected to a charger right now. <laughs> Think about the way life is wired now. If you go to an airport, there are charging stations everywhere. Everywhere. Let me tell you why. Because they got tired of dealing with angry, upset people whose phones ran out. Hello, somebody. So they said, we got to fix this. Let's put charging stations so these folks can keep their phones charged and not give us a hard time. All of life is wired. Believe it or not, the world is not inventing anything. They're just discovering. <clears throat> folks, this is the way we're wired. So if you don't keep your spirit charged every day, you're going to find yourself acting in ways that you don't want to act. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4 says, The one who speaks in tongues, watch this, advances his own spiritual progress in the, in the Passion Translation. Who doesn't want to advance their own spiritual progress? While the one who prophesies builds up the church. So notice me talking in English is building up the church. But when I pray in other tongues, I'm advancing my own spiritual progress. Do you all see that? So praying in tongues builds you up spiritually and helps you make progress in life. So make sure that you keep your battery strong so that you can always represent God to the people that you encounter. When Point you think four. about it, you know, we depend on our devices. Why? Like for real, online. Give me an answer because the people here, they can't function without them. No, we depend on our devices. Why? stay connected to stay connected to other people but more importantly it contains a lot of vital mm. information okay okay we don't even remember phone numbers no more we don't i asked somebody for their uh, phone number and they couldn't tell me and they just aired they just text me from their phone because <laughs> they couldn't remember because it contains vital 
information and it keeps us connected to those that we're interested in communicating with. Speaking in tongues is filled with, and, and the Spirit of God is filled with vital information, but it keeps us connected to the one who's vital to our prosperity. That's good. Number four, it helps you in prayer. It helps you in prayer. Romans chapter 8, verses 26 through 28, it says, Likewise, the Spirit who also helps in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the Spirit is because we, he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together. Aha! We know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Did you realize that we quote that all the time, but it's connected to you praying in the spirit? It's connected to you praying in the spirit because he says the spirit of God knows our weaknesses. He recognizes where we cannot make up the gap. And this almost always pertains to situations that deal with other people. When, you're, when you've done all that you know to do, you fasted, you prayed, you got your confessions lined up, you got the word of God lined up that, uh, and, and, you, and you've written down the word of God that, uh, that you're standing on in prayer, then that, that you, you're at the end of what you know to do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you need things shifted in the spirit to manifest in the physical realm to work on your behalf. And you praying in the Holy Spirit, that unknown tongue, that mystery, those secrets will shift things in the spirit where you, that's when you just find the gentleman who came here on his last leg, don't know how he was going to make it to the end of the week. I'm, I don't know whether he prayed in the spirit or not. But the spirit searches the deep things. Yeah. Someone I choose to believe prayed in the spirit on his behalf. Mm-hmm. And it shifts people's heart. In the middle of a pandemic, we had all these people come up here and put money in this man's bucket, and it's in this, these two people's buckets. Come on, to be a blessing to them? God did something in your heart by his spirit before you walked into this place. And that just reminded me of something. For everyone who sows seed yes. into those individuals, may you receive a double-fold harvest. harvest. On that seed sown. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You lost nothing. You simply increased yourself. That's right. That's right. So then you, know, you want to know this. Human weakness limits our prayers. Human weakness limits our prayer. We'll think we're praying the answer, but we don't really know the answer. That's right. B, at times we don't know what to pray. When you're believing God for your spouse, when you're believing God for your children, when you're believing God for a situation, when you're believing God for anything, a loved one, your parents, you don't know how to pray. Because obviously, especially when you talk about those close relationships, you've lost the license to minister to them because familiarity broke that cord. You can only live it before them. So you are dependent on other laborers to cross the paths of these people. You don't know who they are, where they're going to be, and what they're going to say. Right. But praying in the Spirit will activate That's right. that activity. That's right. At times, this is C, at times we don't even know how to pray. Sometimes something can be so grievous to us that all we can do is groan in the Spirit. All we can to do is just moan and, and, and just say, I oh, don't show no, so don't. God, help me. 
You know, and, and, and this is the answer. When we're talking about he helps you in prayer, this is what Jesus had to say about praying in the spirit. Jesus has something to say about it. Okay. He says in John chapter 7, verse 37, 39, I'm just going to read from the King James. He said, in the last day, that day of the feast, Jesus stood and he yelled and, and he cried saying, if any man thirst, if any man is without, if any man is dry, if any man is, de is desperate, he says, let him come to me and drink. Let him come to me and drink. And he that believeth on me, all you needed to do is believe on him. As the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. When you are desperate, when you are destitute, when you are dry, when you are thirsty, he says, just believe on me and out of him will flow rivers yeah. of living water, answers, solutions, favor direction, right. wisdom, and how, how, it says here, but this he spake of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Jesus said that the answers to everything they need will be given to them by their reception of the Holy Spirit. So even when you don't know how to pray or what to pray, you can still pray in tongues, faithful, true, and trusting that your spirit is praying out the perfect will of God. And no matter what it looks like, he's using the worst of circumstance to work for your good. Can you all set your faith for that right now? I believe 2020 was one of the worst years for America. 2021 will reverse it. And be one of the best years for America and its residents. Boy, I wish there was a little bit more faith in this room today. I want to say it again. 2020 was one of the worst years in America. I know I have never, ever lived through something like that in my life. Wear a mask. Don't go outside. Don't touch. Don't shake hands. All of that's contrary to the Word of God. You know how important our mouth is to... To, to being a Christian and a believer? <clears throat> 2021 is getting ready to reverse everything negative that happened in 2020. Amen. Come on, I wish there was a little bit more faith in this room for that. Amen. Watch and see what I tell you. It'll happen for America, it'll happen for the church, and it'll happen for every individual that chooses to believe that. 2021 will reverse everything from 2020. But you know, when you're in Christ, yeah, it was inconvenient. Mm -hmm. yeah, 2020 we... was inconvenient. Mm -hmm. But for the saint, we still have reason to be rejoicing. That's right. We still have reason to be thankful. Yeah. And we still prospered in the year. That's right. If you're here today, you prospered through it. And even for those who went on to heaven, my mother and we celebrated uh, uh, Mom, uh, Mama Caroline on yesterday. For those who went on, they prosper more than all of us. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. Number five, let's come on down the home stretch today. Unlock hidden wisdom. Mm. Unlock hidden wisdom. How do we one. do that? Amplified classic from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2 says, For one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not to men but to God, for no one understands or catches his meaning, because in the Holy Spirit... He utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. 
It's so important that you understand the Holy Spirit unlocks things that you don't understand. Because if you understood them, guess what you would be doing? Doing them. You would be doing them. So what the Holy Spirit's job is, when you spend enough time praying in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit knows all things. And so the Holy Spirit will illuminate your mind and give your mind understanding about what that next step is. Okay, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and let's read verses 6 through 12 to even give us some more insight into that. Notice what verse 6 says. However, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6, however, we speak wisdom among those that are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained, listen very carefully, before the ages for our glory. So notice this wisdom has been in the earth throughout eternity, and it is literally reserved and set aside for our glory. Well, I mean, it's just not going to show up on your doorstep. I mean, it's going to require some effort and some praying and some time on your part to get the deep secrets of God about your life. Let's keep reading here. Which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. That's right. So I want you to think about that for a moment. A lot of people in, encountered Jesus when he was on the earth, but some people knew who he was and some people didn't. The Scripture literally just told us they would have never crucified him had they actually known who he was, which means they could have known who he was. So where am I going with that? Sometimes the things of the Spirit will make no sense to your natural understanding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anybody ever been there before? I, I, I'm literally talking about the Spirit of God will instruct you to do some things that you didn't learn in college. Right? No one else has ever done it that way. Well, it'll hurt your pride, you know, when the Spirit of God tells you to apologize for something you didn't do. And I'm going to just, I need to bring it home, but, but think about this, folks. We have never built a church before. We've never done any of this before. There was no school for us to go to to learn how to do it. Our life was going one way one day, and the next day, it just totally changed. <laughs> Literally, no income, nothing, zero. Four years later, we're paying $2 million cash for a building. <laughs> Starting from zero. And the only thing God told me to do was take 50% of the church's income and set it aside. This is such a miraculous event, folks. We can't see what's out in front of us, but the Holy Spirit can. Amen. Set that aside. When this building comes up, we present the offer. They reject that. This negotiation went on for nine years, for almost a full calendar almost a year. Full year. So at the end of December, or at December of that year, they called us back because now they have to unload it. And how many of you know cash is king? So now they've got to go back to the original offer that we offered them a year earlier and say, we'll take that. 
So now we end up getting a building that appraises for $1 million more than what we paid for. So, and I need you all to understand, our understanding didn't know anything about that. Only thing we knew was to set aside 50% of the church's income. And praying in the spirit shifted people's hearts where, they, where God called people that were adopting the vision. God moved situations in position for us, for you. Understand this. I'm not prophesying this. For some of you, you took no as the final answer. No. You pray that thing in the spirit. Sometimes your no is just a later as you pray out the wisdom on what you need to do to get to that yes. I would come over here after the no and just sit on the parking lot and pray, pray in the spirit. Time. He would do that for hours. Hours. Where are you? Point my car towards the building and just pray in other tongues. Because I knew it was ours. Now, I mean, now God has to deal with the hearts of, with the, hearts of the other people. Other people. And it wasn't just the other people because he had to work through the layers of. It was a lot of layers. An occupant. It was a lot the layers of, layers of their attorneys, the layers of the sellers. The la he had to work through the heart of, and layers of different people to orchestrate this thing to work out for all of our favor. I can go on and on and on, folks. I, I'm not that smart. I wish I was, but I'm not. I totally have to rely on the Holy Spirit for everything. Now, I can't tell you this, but he's setting us up right now for something that's getting ready to blow your mind within the next 12 to 24 months. And we're just watching this thing just play work out. itself out. We're just watching it play out. And guess what? Hold your It's not going to cost you a penny. The sale of this is going to be apples for apples, but we're going to grow four times greater. Man, somebody, can we just go ahead and put a down payment of praise on that right now? Hallelujah. Right? Thank you, Father. You are faithful. All I know to do is pray in the Holy Ghost. I don't know, know any of the details. The only thing I know to do is pray enough time in the Holy Spirit. Let's keep reading here. Watch this now. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. I need you all to understand. Your ear has not heard yet some of the stuff God wants to do for you. Your eye has not seen yet some of the things God wants to do for you. But your spirit has, and your spirit will communicate to your ears and illuminate your eyes if you'll spend enough time praying so that you can see all the wonderful things that God has prepared for you because he loves you. He has a husband prepared for you, a wife prepared for you. He has a home prepared for you. He has a family prepared for you. He has a job prepared for you. He has a career prepared for you. He has a wonderful life prepared for you if you'll pray it out, glory to God. Hallelujah. Notice what he goes on to say, but God has revealed them unto us through his spirit. So according to God, he's already shared it with us. Why don't we know? Because we've got to spend enough time birthing this out. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. 
For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of man, which is where? In, in him. him. And notice that's your spirit. So the whole, lowercase s. So notice the Holy Spirit, capital S, communicates to your spirit. And then your spirit gives your mind understanding. Mm -hmm. And you have what's called an aha moment where you know what to do. And a decision make to yield to that. Now listen to this. I'm going to give you another one. At the top of the year, we had choices to make because the building was empty. You don't need all that staff. We watched everybody else lay people off. We got decisions to make. And what the Spirit of God said to us was keep your staff whole. Now, how many of you know in the natural, in the business model, that's not what you do? You cut expenses. We can't see what's getting ready to happen, what's coming. Spirit of God said, keep your staff whole. I believe this with all my heart. Because we obeyed and kept the staff whole, God kept the church whole. Amen. So what he was telling us to do was take care of them. I'll take care of you. And listen to this. Linked Up Church had its greatest financial year ever. Come on, somebody ought to give God glory for that. I'm talking about without people in the building. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about God. I don't understand that. I don't, that's not a business model. You don't learn that in business school. But God was teaching us how to pastor by the Spirit and not by the flesh. Can I add this? All too often I hear it's so hard to walk by faith because we are steeped in a society that's anti-trust. Mom and daddy did us wrong. We don't trust. Boyfriend, girlfriend did us wrong. We don't trust. Best friend did us wrong. We don't trust. Spouse did us wrong. We don't trust. Some cases, kids did us wrong. We don't trust. We have plenty of reasons not to trust. And that then interferes with our psyche. And the Spirit of God will download some things, but we can't take that step into the unknown because why? We don't trust. We say we trust God. I'll cross the hottest desert. I'll swim the widest sea. Offer your glory. <laughs> But we won't pick up the phone and say, you know what? What happened with, between us was wrong. We won't sow that seed. We won't obey in the tithes. We won't love the unlovable. We won't dare go talk to somebody when the Spirit of God is saying, go talk to that person. Because we have issues with trusting Issues with trusting will prohibit you from walking in faith. The way you access that is to pray in the spirit, as we were, Pastor Greg was just saying, praying in the spirit will illuminate your mind, whereby I ain't got nothing to lose because this ain't on me, it's on God anyway. Amen. And stand back and watch God instead of trying to take the steering wheel back from him. Yeah. Jesus, say, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> and don't you take it back from him either. See, I come from that era where they say, boy, if you let the devil ride, he'll want to drive, right? <laughs> All right, let's keep reading this. Let's bring it on down. 
For, for, listen to this, for what man knows the things of man, verse 11, except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except what? Spirit. Uppercase S. Now you know we're talking about deity or the Holy Spirit. So no one knows everything about God but the Holy Spirit. So the way to know everything about God is to pray in the Holy Spirit. So he can share with you what you need to know about your situation. Amen. Believe it or not, a lot of things counseling can't give you. Mm -hmm. you. A lot of you all are running to people, and the answer is not with people. The answer is with God. I need a little better amen than that. Some of y'all think if I can just get to the pastor, I'm telling you, if you can just get to God. You don't need the pastor. I'm telling you the honest truth. If I can just get to Pastor Trish. No, if you can get to God, you won't need to get to Pastor Trish. Jesus on the main line. <laughs> Verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit lowercase of the world, but the spirit uppercase who is from God. Watch this. Why? So that we may know the things that are what? Freely given to us by God. I believe you all are working for a lot of stuff that God wants to give you. Mm. That's a good place for somebody to say amen. I believe some of you all are just struggling and working and laboring for a lot of stuff God wants to actually just give you. I mean, you know, most parents love giving gifts to their children. I'd rather give my kids a card than them go out and struggle to have to buy one. As long as they're doing what we ask them to do. I think God is the exact same way. I think I get that heart from God. I prefer to give it to him. I don't want to see my kids struggle. When my kids are struggling, I'm struggling. When my kids are hurting, I'm hurting. My kids aren't doing well, I'm not doing well. I just can't be myself until my kids are well. I'm trying to help you all understand the heart of God. Some of you all are working for stuff that God wants to give you. And he'll show you how to get it if you'll spend enough time praying. So we're talking about the hidden wisdom. The hidden wisdom translates into the perfect will of God for your life. Watch this now. I wrote this down because I didn't want to miss any of it. It may not be known to your understanding when you first begin to pray, but the Holy Spirit through you and in you is helping you to pray it to the Father. Right? So when you get to the beginning of it, you don't know how to build the business. You don't know how to, you just don't know. But what will happen is you're praying directly to the Father, the perfect will of God for this situation. And what he'll do, he may not give you all the steps, but I mean, no, he'll give you the next step. Then as you obey that next step, he'll give you the next step and the next step and the next step. As you pray in the Spirit, you may not have immediate understanding of what you are saying. But when you pray in faith in the Spirit, the wisdom will come. What, the way this works is you pray enough time in the spirit, then all of a sudden, one day, it just hits your mind what to do in a situation. Mm -hmm. Anybody in here know what I'm talking about? I mean, it just hits your mind, and you know what to do in a situation. Praying in tongues is the gift that's available to every believer. It allows you to pray God's will directly to him. It keeps you in tune with the Holy Spirit. It strengthens and builds up your faith. 
and it allows you to unlock all the secrets and divine mysteries that God wants to share with you. Now, what is our next step? If you have never prayed in other tongues before, raise your hand right now. You've never prayed in other tongues, come down here to the front because I already know you want this gift. Come down here to the front. I don't have to ask you, do you want it? I already know you want it. Right? And I want you all to give yourselves a little space between each other. Give yourselves a little space in between each other. You've never prayed in other tongues. You want this gift right here. Give yourselves a little space. For your husband and wife, you can be right next to each other. Ushers, just help me out. Do the best you can. We've got some more room on this side. Move down as far as you can. We're getting ready to get every single one of them filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, Linked Up Church. I need you all praying and getting in faith with them right now. Okay? Whatever we don't finish up here, we've got some counselors on standby waiting to take care of you all. Okay? All right. Everybody up here that that wants to pray in other tongues. Congregation, if you all would, uh, just either stand and stretch your hands towards them. But I want to read to you all a few scriptures, okay? I want you to look directly at me and don't let anything distract you right now. Luke 24, 49 says, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. When you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you. So now we're talking about a subsequent experience, the Holy Spirit coming upon you. And then I'm going to show you what it comes upon you for. It says here, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. So he told his disciples to go and wait in Jerusalem until you be endued with this power from on high. Acts chapter 1 verse 4 says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, And you have heard, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Still talking to his disciples. Verse 8 says, But you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. So notice the Holy Spirit comes on you for power, and one of the greatest ways that power manifests, it allows you to be a witness to God and to other people. Your life begins to testify to God and to other people that you are saved. There's power on your life to minister to people, get other people saved. The Holy Spirit begins to work with you to help other people experience what it is that you've experienced. But then let's look at Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, after it actually manifested. Verse 1 says, When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all of the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and it set upon each of them. Now listen very carefully. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Notice, they were all filled. They began to speak, but the Holy Spirit gave the utterance. Nothing's going to happen if you don't cooperate with the Holy Spirit. You can't just open your mouth and expect him to fill it. You've got to actually just begin to, by faith, listen and allow whatever is in your spirit to begin to come out. So he does the filling, you do the speaking. Is everybody clear? They were all filled. They began to speak. 
the Holy Spirit gave the utterance. Everybody clear on that? I want to read one more verse for you to build your faith. Faith. Verses 38 and 39. Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all those who are far off and as many as call upon the name of the Lord. So this gift is not just for you after you receive it. Take it home and minister it to your family, your children if you're a parent, okay? Now I want you to make this confession with me. Say, receiving the Holy Spirit is the easiest thing I have ever done. Okay. Luke chapter 11 says, if we are carnal and fleshly, we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will the Holy Spirit give those who ask it? So all you've got to do is ask him for this, believe you receive it, and then begin to speak, okay? I want you to go ahead and lift your hands to the Father. I'm going to come down. If you'll just come with me, babe, because I want to hear him, okay? I'm not going to actually touch you. In a different environment, I'd lay hands on you. But I want you to take one deep breath, okay? Congregation, I want you all to pray with them. I want you to take one deep breath, and I want you to say, Father God, fill me with your spirit. And as I begin to pray in tongues, I receive that gift now. Now go ahead and just release it. Go ahead, let it go. Zona Moshi Fra Baklonda. I hear you. Zona Moshi Fra Baklonda Lobo Shafra Bashe. I hear you. Keep going. Yeah. Zane Moshi Fra Baklonda Lobo Shay. Zone. There you go. Zona Moshi Fra Bak. There you go. You got it. Zane Moshi Fra Baklonda Lobo Shay. Yo, Zana Mashi Fra Baklonda Robo Nahara Bashe. Zona Moshi. Let me hear you, ladies. Zona Moshi Fra Baklonda Robo Shafra. Glenda Domo. Shi Fra Bashe. Okay, stop. 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 Stay right there, babe. How many of y'all heard yourself pray in an unknown tongue? Lift your hand if you heard yourself pray. All right, we're going to practice again. It's just that easy. That's about 80% of the people up here, okay? One more time. We're just going to, because I'm showing you, you can turn this on and turn this off whenever you want to. Holy Spirit is never going to take, he's a gentleman. He's not going to take over your body and make you do something you don't want to do, okay? Let's practice one more time. Lift your hands to the Father. Take a deep breath. And now just begin to pray in other tongues. Let it go. Zona mo shifra ba clon do lo bo shafra ba she. Yeah, this side is good. Zane mo shifra ba clon do lo bo shafra ba she. That's good. Zane mo shifra ba clon do lo bo shafra ba she. Zane kla na ma shifra ba clon. Excellent. Zona mo shifra ba she. Zane kla na ma shifra ba she. Zona, you gotta cooperate. You gotta say something. Yeah. Zona mo. Excellent. Zona mo shifra ba she. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, stop, stop. One more time. Put your hands down so I'll know who's raising their hands because you're just going over there. Feels good, doesn't it? How many of that feels good on the inside? All right, now, raise your hand if you heard yourself pray in other tongues. Raise your hand. All right, so that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 people just heard themselves pray in other tongues okay now I want you all if you didn't hear yourself speak I want the whole group to do me a favor do we have space so that it can be clear for them okay there's a minister over here on this side where are you going to take them out that way or out this way if you all would just follow her We're those that follow. did not speak yep all of them I want all of them to go oh, so they can get their them. information okay. yeah y'all go ahead and follow them right now in Jesus name 
Come on, God is good. Come on, I said God is good. Come on, I said God is good. Praise God. My brother, I, I didn't even see him way over there. Did you hear yourself speak? My man. My Praise man. God. Way Praise over God. there in the corner. Young Online man, young too. man, young man. Did you hear yourself speak? He was gone. Awesome. He was Praise gone. God. I heard. All of them he right was, I heard. Praise God. Come on, Linked Up Church. You all can do better than that. All right. Now, let's do one more thing today. If you're watching online or you're physically in this building, I want to do one more thing. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I want to give you one of the greatest opportunities ever known to man, and that is to join the family of God. Become a son of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ by receiving him as your personal Lord and Savior. That's my first invitation today. Secondarily, you might say, Pastor, I'm already saved. Just out of fellowship with God. I just fell off. And I'm here today. I'm watching online today. I'm ready to get my life back right with God. Some churches call that being out of fellowship. Others call it being backslidden. Whatever you call it today, the reality is you need to get your life back together with God. And if that's you and you want to come back to Christ, I want to pray with and for you today. So if you all would, just put your right hand over your heart, and I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Online, put your right hand over your heart and say, Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly I, believe I believe that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Son of I, believe God. I believe that he died, that he died rose, from the grave, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Right now. Lord, Jesus, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. And save me, now. save me now as a result, as a result of what I've confessed with my mouth, what I believe in my heart. I am right now, right now born, again, born again and in right standing with God. Right standing Praise God. Can we just rejoice with them right now and give God glory? All right. I want to address the online viewing audience first. If you believed you prayed that prayer sincerely from your heart, would you take your next step from me and text Get Connected to 94090? We have ministers on standby that will follow up with you. If you'll take that next step, we also have a gift that we'd love to send out to you. So if you would, let us know that you prayed that prayer. It would do heaven's heart so much good. Thank you so much for watching our online service. We certainly don't take that for granted. And if you enjoyed today's message and you want to get connected with us, we encourage you to become a part of our online community. That's right, and you can do that by subscribing to our YouTube channel, sharing this video with a friend, and following us on social media. Don't forget to meet us right here on this channel every Sunday for our services. If you desire to help us reach more people just like yourself and advance the kingdom of God, then click the Give button now. This will allow us to connect more people to God, their families, their purpose, and their communities. Thank you again for watching our service on today, and we'll, we'll see, see you next week. week.